But for some reason, that monologue ingrained in my head. <laughs> Don't ask me why. <laughs> First of all, I'm just loving how you're able to do the two characters. It's the voice change for me. I tried. It's definitely giving like Emmy nominee. An oh, Emmy thank nominee. you. Thank you. Girl. <laughs> Welcome back to another nostalgic trip down 90s memory lane for episode 49, my friend Natalie Nadine and I will be chatting about our favorite movie, one of our favorite movies from our childhood, Matilda. And since it's back to school season, we'll also be talking about our fond uh, school memories. If this is your first time listening to everything 90s, my name is Shalina. I'm a 90s baby, a lover of all things 90s, and I created this podcast to connect and reminisce with folks who grew up in this decade. You can reach me on Instagram at everything90spodcast or leave a voice memo at memo.fm slash everything90spodcast. And along the way, if you become a fan of the show, consider joining the Everything 90s Fan Club at patreon.com slash everything 90s podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. Here we go. Natalie Nadine, everybody, back in the building. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Me too. I am thrilled. Um, I am beaming right now. I love Natalie. She's great. And she's my heart. <laughs> If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll remember her from episode 35, where we watched and talked about Sister Act 1 and 2. So many jokes in that one. And in episode 17, where we talked about 90s R&B. Fun episodes. So I'm wow. excited to be back. I'm just thinking about that like, you those are back. like, like, in a sense, far back, but it's like, dang. Right? <laughs> Shoot, I'm here for it. Yes. So um, what is your connection with Matilda or your earliest memory of this movie? Honestly, I think it's just one of those movies that my mom had in the collection and it's just like, I need something fun to watch. So it's just like one, probably like a Friday night, we ended up watching Matilda and I thought it was so cool that she had like those superpowers like yes. moving everything around and she got to do all these things as a kid. And I'm like, oh, I want to be like her. I remember like most kids be like, okay, we got superpowers. We can do this. We can do mm-hmm. that. And unfortunately found that we couldn't do anything, but Hey, it was good to just dream and imagine for the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That telekinesis moving things right. with the mind. Yeah. I, I love, loved this movie. Still love this movie. Honestly, I probably can reenact the whole thing till this day. Like I, I know it to a T, <laughs> and I'll probably do oh, a I little bit. I'll feel I'll do a little bit when we get to our favorite lines. <laughs> but I remember, I loved her. I wanted to be Matilda. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite scenes. I would reenact them at my grandparents' house. Um, like in their backyard and and in their living room, like I just obsessed. And looking back, I don't think there were many movies that had kid female kid leads. They were mostly male leads. That's so maybe that's why I gravitated towards her more. Um, yeah. Oh, I never really thought about that, but now that I, when you think of okay, like other favorite movies and stuff like that, you kind of look back on it. You actually you have a good point there. Even whether it's like person or cartoons, it's always male lead. Mm-hmm. Mostly, most of the time, yeah. Especially, especially that you made a point. Especially if it's not a, um, a Disney princess movie. Yes, non yeah non Disney yeah yeah kid like live action kid movies. Hmm. So any listeners out there that may not have 
have not seen the movie, check it out. It's on Netflix. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, Netflix. If you're in Canada, I'm not sure about the U.S. And it's based on uh, Roald Dahl's novel of the same title that came out in 1988. Um, the movie came out in 1996, the year that Nyla Nadine was born. Fat fat. <laughs> a, it was a beautiful year. Just saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it stars Mara Wilson. You'll know her from. This is probably her most famous movie and Mrs. Doubtfire. She's Matilda. Also stars Danny DeVito as her father, Harry Wormwood. And he's also the narrator. As a kid, I didn't pick up on that. I don't know about you. No, I picked up on that last night. And I'm like, why does the voice sound so... Oh! oh. oh don't kill me. I picked up like, on it last the night. The is mapping. <laughs> yes. And... um uh Raya I don't know how to pronounce her name I think it's Raya Perlman as Zinnia Wormwood her mother um Mm -hmm. and then Miss Honey is played by Mbeth Davids and Miss Trunchbull played by Pam Ferris as in the book it's centered around Matilda she develops telekinesis powers uh, moving objects with her mind and uses them to deal with her neglectful abusive problematic family and her ruthless school principal um if you have seen it you're gonna have so much fun with this episode as we both reminisce on this movie um so let's start with our favorite or most memorable lines from this movie Oh, let me get my list here. <laughs> Wait, should I go first or do you go first? You could go first. Ah, okay. My favorite one, which was literally right at the beginning. What are we? What are we gonna do? Or what are they gonna do? Repurpose the um, repossess the kid. Talking about their expenses after giving birth. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like straight out the gate of like you could just. I'm like no one stopped them. Right out the gate, they're just walking with um, Matilda and like the car seat, like it was nothing. Fling her in the back, talking about what they're gonna do, repossess her, sir. Like if you didn't want the girl, why you had her? Exactly. I'm so confused. Give her up for adoption. Hello. Thank, thank you. Or birth control. They're showing him the baby through the window, and he's just like, ew. Like, I know she's so cute. So cute. Yeah, those okay, parents back, and I'm like, nothing. Yeah, but as an obviously they're super problematic, but as an adult, the humor, like the acting, is is funny between right. the two. Because <laughs> they're just walking all stushed out the hospital, and it's just like you're flinging her like you just bought like this like random bag from the store. Like, mm, there you go, let's go. And then her brother, uh, what's the brother's name again? Oh shoot! Did is it did Michael? they ever say his name in the film? Is it Michael? I don't know. They must have has said the name, but the scene that you're talking about when they fling her into the back seat and he, and the brother has a little shaky toy, he just looks so nonchalant. Yeah. Like he just looks kind of miserable, but he's like, "Okay, I'll try to entertain the baby." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like my days as an only child's over right so that's a good one okay i'll share mine i'll so this one i i could i could say off by heart <laughs> I'll, i wrote it down but i'll try <laughs> so <laughs> okay okay here we go you guys are gonna see the silly side of Shalina. <laughs> okay so the part where they're eating dinner in the family room uh Mr. Wormwood gets Mr. Wormwood gets up, looks at Matilda, she goes, Hi Dad. And he goes, Are you in this family? She goes, Mm-mm. <laughs> he goes, Hello. It was a hesitation for me. Are you in this family? <laughs> Dinner time is family time. What is this trash you're eating? It's not trash, Daddy, it's lovely. It's Moby Dick by Herman Malvow. And he goes, Moby what? <laughs> 
That part. Super memorable. I'll never forget that part. First of all, it's the fact when she hesitated. Like, are you in this family? Be like, you know what? That's a good question. Am I? And if so, why? And if you listen closely, she says, mm-mm. <laughs> she Uh, should because it's like all this poor thing Mm -mm. yeah i'm crying right now (laughs) first of all that acting was amazing thank you there's more to come actually so round of applause for shalino (laughs) thank you (sighs) all right what's next on yours (laughs) (laughs) so the next one you know what? This I actually liked. And I'm like, this is very relatable as an adult now, where they say all grown-ups get scared just like um just like children. I think it was Ooh. Miss Honey. Okay, yes. Yeah. yeah. Miss Honey was saying that to her. And I'm like, as a, like as a kid when you're watching that, you don't really take that line in. But now as you get older and as an adult, even interacting with kids and just some of the things going on in the world right now, it's like yeah we 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 do get scared just like kids our parents still get scared just like kids yeah and that's just like true. that is so relatable on like a deeper level mm-hmm. i'm just like and wow. it i feel it's that. true like as a as a kid you don't you don't think adults get scared but yeah it's mm-hmm. it's it's i think it's important to for adults to humble themselves and show that side to kids it kind of like in a sense humanizes them because yeah. we always look at I think as a kid we look at our parents or other adult as like superheroes invincible blah 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 like they shield us from all forces but now it's like as we get older it's like now we still get scared too there's some craziness out in this world mm-hmm. yeah yep that's a good one I like that one it's a humbling one oh, <laughs> I don't know. It just hit me for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. Love it. Love it. Okay, next on my list. This one made me LOL. Like, <laughs> I like rewind. I rerounded it. Rewounded it. And I was like, wait, did she actually say that? So this one um, is when Miss Trunchbull is at the car dealership talking to the dad, Matilda's dad. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about how they don't like kids. So <laughs> this trunchable goes. It made no sense. <laughs> she goes, they're all mistakes, children. Filthy, nasty things. Glad I never was one. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I when I listened back to that, I was like, um. Hmm. Uh <laughs> Like did you did you come out the womb as a four year old woman? I'm so confused. I was dead, and then and then, uh, the dad's like, uh huh, <laughs> like okay, <laughs> yeah, that one. I was just like, wow, that is hysterical. Oh man, Whew. that one just never. I'm just like. And again, these are the, it's the little details that you don't pick up when watching it as a kid. But that was exactly. just like, <laughs> like, did you just block out after you turned 18? I was never a child. Like, what? And she says it so confidently, too. <laughs> she said it with her chest. Oh, my gosh. That's oh. Now, I feel like this part, I feel like maybe we have this one in common. This is one of my favorites, but it just also proved how trifling the parents were and how ready Matilda was to go. Mm. So at the move at the end of the movie where she goes, adopt me, Miss Honey, I have the adoption papers. Okay. <laughs> A couple weeks ago, I sent Shalina this tweet that someone yeah. put and someone goes, do you know how trifling your parents have to be for you to be walking around? with adoption papers in your backpack. My girl says she had the adoption print papers printed when she was old enough to touch what the Xerox machine. (laughs) (sighs) 
And her parents are just like, oh, we never understood you. Okay, let's sign. First of all, that's the one good thing the parents did. Yes. But as a parent, you're not questioning yourself that your child has been walking yeah. around with with um, adoption papers. You're not embarrassed. That you can touch a Xerox machine. Mm-hmm. You don't feel no. You feel no ways. Yeah. That like, no. I mean, it's it's not the reason why I'm laughing is because of that meme that you sent me, that tweet that you sent me. But yes, yeah, <laughs> horrible situation if that were to be in real life. Like poor Matilda. But kudos to her for being prepared and, like, getting the paperwork. Like, dang. You go, girl. My girl was prepared. Names were typed correctly. Pen on hand. What? Do you need my back? Okay, here you go. Flat surface. (laughs) You don't even need to read the fine print. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Look here. Crazy. That was a good one. Um, So my last one that I have for memorable lines, I'll act out. I'll do my best. (laughs) Let me drink my water. (laughs) Hold on. Okay. So Miss Trunchbull goes up to Amanda. Amanda Thrip. Yes, Miss Trunchbull. What are those? What's what, Miss Trunchbull? Hanging down by your ears. <laughs> you mean my pigtails? Are you a pig, Amanda? No, Miss Trunchbull. <laughs> Do I allow pigs in my school? <laughs> My mommy thinks they're sweet. (laughs) Your mommy is a twit. (laughs) Chop those off before school tomorrow or I. But, but, did you say but? And then she uh, throws her over the fence. (laughs) Okay, can we discuss that for a moment? Where were the other teachers? And how? Why, why was this woman allowed to swing this girl by her pigtails and almost make the fence catch her? Right? Usually, um, teachers are out on duty in the morning like to greet the kids. But yeah, none of them were there. Even no. at the assembly. No teachers. They're probably too afraid. Look here, those teachers were in hiding because I'm like, this grown woman is swinging this girl around by her pigtails? I know. Security! Security! (laughs) (sighs) I get, mm mm-mm. So, so many things wrong. It's the child abuse for me because, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. I know. It's horrible. But I, I like watching it back in as adult. I think it was Matilda that saved Amanda from getting hit by the the top of the fence, because I think that's when she, her powers. Maybe she didn't know she had her powers then, but I feel like Matilda's powers helped save Amanda. No, no you, you have a point. Yeah. Because she was like so close, but she was still able to go above and just glide mm-hmm. across the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good point. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for some reason, that monologue ingrained in my head. <laughs> Don't ask me why. <laughs> First of all, I'm just loving how you're able to do the two characters. It's the voice change for me. I tried. It's definitely giving like Emmy nominee. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) 2023. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's move on to our most memorable scenes. You could go first. Mm -hmm. Okay. In no particular order. But when I tell you, this used to scare me as a kid. And I don't know, it's like I know how the movie ends, but it still gives me anxiety every time I watch it. And that is Matilda and Miss Honey running through the woman's house. Yep. Yep. 
I have that down too. Yep. And I'm just like, don't get caught, don't get caught. Don't get caught. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like the, the pots are falling. This girl is like bouncing in the table. <laughs> Yo, yes. that was impressive. I tried, I tried that as a kid, eh? In my uh, grandparents' table. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't think it did. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I tried that. <laughs> I don't think it worked. No. <laughs> no, I wish there was a picture of that. Just, you know, like... <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. We're like, mm-mm. We're like, this is stressful. This stress. Yeah. Tell them you go too fast. She just wants to run yeah. in the house like girl. Yeah. At least protocol, you wait till that car is completely down the street. Exactly. Exactly. And poor Miss Honey, like, she's just like, come on, Matilda, come back, come back, don't go in. Yeah. Man. Poor thing. Mm-mm. But, um, yeah, that, that whole scene was just so, but very anxiety like inducing but also kind of thrilling because you're like you're kind of like rooting for them like yes yes like keep going keep going <laughs> at the edge of your seats honestly uh and i'm like in my big age and still i'm just like okay come on come on come on miss honey like god i'm like and you see the bolts on the door and everything it's just like oh where are they gonna go and i'm like i know how this movie ends but still like you said, it's thrilling, like cat and mouse. Yeah. The mm-hmm. the part where Miss Miss Trunchbull sniffs the chocolate bar, the chocolate um, case, like the cover where she keeps the chocolate, she like sniffs it. I'm just like, okay, relax, right? Someone's in my house. Like, how can you tell? I know, like it was the cover wasn't put back properly, but she she really sniffed the out of that <laughs> I'm just like okay you're a little weird you like you don't think I made me lift it open like no yeah nothing gets past her you got that right yeah but that scene good. that's a good one definitely memorable mm-hmm. um, what I put down was this was earlier in the movie where Matilda um Matilda adds like chemicals to her dad's hair solution. Yes. Let me tell you, as a kid, again, I reenacted this as well. So I had like, um, what do you call it? Like these squeeze bottles from the dollar store. Uh-huh. And then I had like baby bottles that I used for like my baby dolls. And like I would, I remember just being in my grandma's um, bathroom and pretending I was Matilda and like making concoctions <laughs> like her. <laughs> I re reenacted the scene all the time as a kid. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. I wanted to be Matilda, but I could just see and remember my little self with little bottles and water. <laughs> He's like, what's wrong with this girl? No, because I really thought the story was gonna go left. Oh, like oh. you actually mixed it and tried it on your. Oh no, 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 girl. No, no, no. I wasn't that adventurous. <laughs> like a side of exhale, just relief, where you're just like, yeah, I, I just reenacted for fun. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I would be like, girl, how are you still living? <laughs> No, just water, plain water. Uh, oh, thank God. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that scene was pretty hysterical as a kid, just seeing the dad um, freak out over the hair and then mom freaking out with the, she spills the M&Ms or whatever was in <laughs> the bowls. Here you are, my heartstrings. And then she like, Uh, so funny. 
Matilda's there with her waffles snickering. Uh, <sighs> so many tears. Oh my gosh, hilarious. <laughs> All right, what's what's your next one? You know what? To go along the lines of what you have, when she starts punishing the parents. Yes. Just in, just like how you said, with the proxy, just with everything. And it's just like, my favorite is like gluing the hat to his head. Mm, yeah. And then in the restaurant and the moms, they're like trying to pull it off. And it, it's just like, no, really your head swelled? That's why you can't get the hat off? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Serves them right. Mess up yeah. the whole restaurant. And the, the like, people's the people's faces, like their facial reactions are so funny. <laughs> I was talking about this is a classy restaurant. Look how you're acting. I know. Yeah, that one. And I'm like, look one. at Matilda's good karma, the dessert, the fork and everything. Whereas the brother just blows up on him. Yeah. Herbs are right. Oh, man. Mm-mm. If you, um, you and the listeners, if you play it back to that scene where uh, Harry, Mr. Wormwood, falls on this lady, if you look at her face and how quickly she pushes him off her, you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> dead of laughter. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so funny. What the hell is this? It's, no. It's so funny. <laughs> things you pick up on years later it's always it's those minor details where because we don't really we're not looking at that part of the film as a kid but yeah. like you said like now that we see as we're older we see like all the it's just like the facial expressions the one-liners the this and the, that and it's like this movie was literally like genius for that time mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, it appealed to the kids and adults watching it mm-hmm. so yeah true. Oh, that was a good one. Um, what else? Okay, so this scene, um, I could reenact as well. I don't know if you guys are getting tired of me <laughs> reenacting. <laughs> but it's first just... of all, we live with the voices, girl. Who wants to hear her in egot? Oh, a yes. I'll be the next egot. Um, this is uh, another Mr. Mr. Mrs. Trunchbull scene um, mm-hmm. where she's visiting Mrs. Honey's classroom and she picks on Amanda Thrip again she goes you I forget what was the question but um, Amanda Thrip goes um, we, we could spell Miss, I could spell difficulty and then Miss Trunchbull's like, you couldn't spell difficulty if your life depended on it. And then she goes, she taught us with a poem. And then Miss Trunchbull, ooh, a poem, let's see. Or, ooh, what poem would that be? And then the whole class, Mrs. D, Mrs. I, Mrs. F, F, I, Mrs. C, Mrs. U, Mrs. L, T, Y. And then Miss Trunchbull gets upset. I don't know why. That's impressive for grade one class. Right? She gets upset and she goes, why are all these women married? <laughs> it's like, relax. Like, don't hate. Relax. Like, it's, it's definitely giving bitter. Yeah. Yeah. So that scene, loved it as a kid. I, I, I think that's how I learned how to spell difficulty. <laughs> through that movie <laughs> um, but yeah that's that's the one I, I wrote and slash side note the notebooks that they had in that classroom I always wanted that as a kid like they looked so colorful and like good quality I just wanted the notebooks. good quality <laughs> it looked <laughs> like <laughs> She said that so confidently too. Like, like, girl. It looked like magazine textured uh, pages. (laughs) Like my notebooks in in elementary weren't that pretty. (laughs) 
That that is true. We we've definitely they've definitely evolved. Yes. It's the one thing I'm gonna miss with back to school shopping. Yes. Oh, I loved back to school shopping. <sighs> but oh my gosh, to fall back on like Miss Trunchbull in the classroom. A next favorite scene is when they taunted her in the classroom. Mm. Making it seem like it was Miss Honey's father. Yes. That was genius. <laughs> like that. And my thing is, again, where were the people? She was just charging after one kid after the next. And... What? Yeah. Be like, okay, I can't strangle you. I'm going to strangle you. Yeah. No, ma'am. <laughs> oh, that poor what? kid. She throws one of them uh-uh. out the window, right? Yes. That, yeah. And like if Matilda didn't open that window, the boy would have went right through the glass. Oh boy. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Trifling. <laughs> that was that that scene I remember it was slightly scary. Um, but as I got older and would watch it again, I'm like, oh, okay, it's just like Matilda pretending she's Magnus. But I remember Mm-hmm. My first impressions as a kid watching that scene, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Magnus. <laughs> <laughs> be like, yep, be like, yes, come get her. And mm-hmm. no, but then also, too, like how you said she sniffed the chocolate boxes, how she sniffed the ribbon. Oh, yeah. Because you remember when creepy. Matilda went to the house, and I'm like, girl, you, you didn't check your head top? Come on. Yeah. She, Matilda slipped up. I mean, I know you're six, but come on. You can't do those things. <laughs> you're risking your life for a doll on a roof of a house. Come on now. Yeah. She loves Miss Honey. She wanted justice. She'll go to extreme right? lengths for justice. Justice for Miss Honey. Justice was hella served that day. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So this scene was the one the next scene that I wrote down was when Bruce Bruce Bug Trotter uh eats the cake. <laughs> yes, I had that too. Oh man. I laughed out loud uh rewatching this scene when he not at the fact that he was forced to eat it, but when um, he basically, I forget what Miss Trunchbull says. Do you like my cake or something like that? And then he goes, my mom's is better. I'm just like, mm, burn the shade. It made me laugh. I'm just like, oh, Brucie, got a little attitude in you. Some <laughs> of these kids, though, they came out strong the other one, yes, Miss Trunchbull, sir. Your bright <laughs> Yes. After the woman just told you, don't say nothing. Don't. So, look here. You're <laughs> asking to be in trouble. Oh, gosh. Same with Bruce. No, boy, you just better answer and sit down. Brucey, mm-hmm, Brucey. But go ahead. But yeah. <laughs> I know. That scene. Poor Brucey. But yeah, the scene where he like shows a little sass was was funny to me. But um mm-hmm. I I did like how the whole school rallied up behind him and like it's like you could do it, Bruce. That was that was cute. Okay, it was definitely giving like I just won the biggest fight of my life. Like what was it what's it called? WWE or something? Yeah. The boy's like licking off the plate and it's just like <laughs> holds it up i am the champion like what <laughs> first of all i don't think i liked chocolate cake after that for a very long me time. neither me neither because i'm just like that's so gross apparently like, it tasted cake. good though i was reading online like one of the trivia matilda trivia sites but it didn't look that's, good that's yeah. a lot no and then when the cook came out with it, and she's like, oh, <laughs> gross. And scratching herself as she's walking away. Yeah, cookie. 
Yeah. 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 Uh-uh, that, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to, nope, I'm good. To call, we need to call public health. <laughs> public health, <laughs> the police, CPS, everybody should have been called. Yeah. Going through these scenes and lines just instantly puts you back in my childhood. I could just see myself watching the movie. Um, I so hope. True. I hope uh, the listeners are laughing with us. <laughs> you guys you got to see my silly side. Too late. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Look, I got you singing in one episode. We got you acting in another. Girl. <laughs> Her EGOT is coming. Yay, yay. Uh, so just for fun, where do you think these characters would be today in 2022? Ooh. Starting with Matilda. I don't know. Matilda would definitely be giving me like Nobel Prize winner. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like she would have invented something, cured something. Like she'd be top of the top. Yes, I could see that for sure. Yeah, right? Yeah, with her intelligence, that's a good prediction. Better put it to good use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for me, yeah, I, I was thinking something along the same lines of her. I think she would have invented something, uh, probably be uh, the president um, of a country, of the United States. Um, something in justice, maybe, maybe have her own telekinesis training school. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I like your prediction. That seems on brand. I, like I can um, see there's something about her. I'm like, it's giving. Yes. How about uh, her parents, Harry and Zinia Wormwood? I am hoping that, you know, they were found and just sent to jail. Mm-hmm. Probably the father would be in jail longer than the mother. You'd be yeah. roaming the street somewhere, but they better be in jail. Yeah, because he like, was doing faulty, uh, mm-hmm. illegal stuff. Yeah, with the car mm-hmm. parts and stuff. Yeah. Be like illegal Anything that's every charge they should have gotten throughout this movie, they just piled it on them. Mm-hmm. When the FBI realized she was home alone, again, the FBI was trifling. Hold up. Yep. <laughs> Let's talk about the FBI. But we're going to make sure you get sent to a good orphanage. And da, da, da. I'm sorry. You see that this little girl is home alone. You see how these parents are. You didn't even try to save her. Right. Yeah, they... Here, FBI was just as trifling. They were just too focused on bringing down the father. They just completely forgot to call CAS. Matilda who? Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah, I agree. I think, like, if they were sentenced, like, back in the 90s when it came out, probably now they would be out doing, hopefully learning their lesson and uh, become better people. Hopefully, I don't know. Maybe I'm too hopeful. <laughs> Your facial expression. Like, you're like, really, Shalina? Girl, hopeful is a strong word. <laughs> I'd be like, no, no, contact her. I feel like they would be one of those parents that when they got out and they saw like how successful Matilda became, to me, they'd be those parents. Who, that's my daughter. That's my kid. No, you, yeah. you did not claim me when you were supposed to. Exactly. Don't come now. Yeah. I could see that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How about the brother, Michael? Yeah, his name was Michael. I know earlier mm. we forgot his name. Right. I don't know. Michael kind of just gives me that vibe just because how he was throughout the movie. Like, you know when you see some of those shows and you just have the guy who's like um, essentially just sitting in front of the TV telling the wife, get me this, get me that. I feel like he would have the persona of the father 
but not the work ethic, if that makes sense. Not saying the father had good work ethic, but the brother just gives me the vibe like he'd be in front of the TV all day, mm. just eating, sitting there, and like a week old clothes, not doing anything, and mm. bossing like his wife and kids around. Because that's what he saw. That's what he grew exactly. up Exactly. Mm. So uh, to no fault of his own, but that's what I see. I don't even, I don't think he'd even take over the dealership, obviously. That's kind yeah. of gone. Shut down. But he'd just be there. Yep. He'd be bummy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, Michael, I would have hoped that he, like, would have been inspired by Matilda and, like, maybe rebuild or build that relate brother-sister relationship mm-hmm. um, and that they would be closer, have a healthy relationship. Again, me being hopeful. <laughs> You know, I like the positivity that you're bringing to this. <laughs> Thank you. It I also hope. like your realism. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's that's my prediction for Michael. How about Miss Honey and Miss Trunchbull? Okay. See, now, before the end of the movie, I was going to think Miss Honey would have been like the principal, but then I realized she kind of got that position. So I feel like she would just have moved higher up. I don't know if dean, headmistress, president of the school board, if they had one. But I feel like she'd be the one like in control completely as to how the schools probably in that area are supposed to run. Yes. Yeah, that's completely a good one. Completely turn over everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like I could see her moving up big time. But Miss Trenchbull, on the other hand, what did I say for her? Oh, in a psych ward. She needs it. Yeah. That's it. She, if she's she not needs... in she better be in a psych ward. Yeah. She definitely needs to... Needs mental health help. Yeah. Um, I think Magnus is still after her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> I really oh, hope so. Magnus. Leave Miss Honey and Matilda alone. Yeah. Leave her in her house in peace. I hope so. Yeah. For me, um, Miss Honey, I was thinking she would, yeah, the, what you said is on point as well. Uh, I was also thinking maybe she would have had her own book, like she wrote her own memoir of like how she escaped her aunt's uh, oppression. So, something with the yeah. book, like I could just see her doing book talks <laughs> for some reason. Absolutely. Like, talk about like the passing because like I guess her mom, she was still young when the mom passed, but talk about the passing of the father and as she older, like now that's more mysterious or the revelation of what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. And then Miss Trunchbull, I, I think maybe she went back into the Olympics, like after, you know, serving her time in prison mm-hmm. getting her mental <laughs> getting her mental health uh getting her men- mental state uh, to a healthy place mm-hmm. again with the hopeful tip <laughs> i think she would have gone back maybe into the olympics i could see that like maybe like me like a coach or something yeah 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 okay yeah i could see that i could see that to get all that, so she clear. She clearly has a good arm. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm thinking um, one of the tips or th- things that she gained from therapy is like releasing your anger and frustrations in a healthy way. So she returns back <laughs> to the Olympics <laughs> instead of throwing the kid. Throw the- um that ball the shot put ball yeah throw the javelin don't, don't throw the kid yeah how about lavender oh i loved lavender we didn't really talk about her okay lavender i feel like she was like a really great friend to matilda but again i feel like i i didn't know much when it came to lavender so I'm just going to say, like, she's going to be, like, a nature girl. Like, I feel like maybe she's working with animals or something. Mm-hmm. 
because that's the vibe she gave me in the film yeah i see that yeah right she's so cute i loved her little glasses and her the way that her braid like went around her head first of all can we talk about representation in media because that was on point yes that's right yes round of applause that was on point like they really like let her look like a kid they didn't try to like okay we're gonna press her hair we're gonna like keep her in a ponytail or whatever like they have the braids the little decor the glasses i'm like she yeah. looks like me yeah i loved her so, as a kid too yep shout out to the director of the film the casting we appreciate it yes thank you Lavender, I I think kind of like on the same tip as Matilda, like I could see her as um, a world leader of some sort. Not sure mm-hmm. what, but yeah, I could see like her and Matilda still being good friends. Definitely. And then Bruce and Amanda. Okay, Bruce can be one of two things. It's giving maybe one of those kids who kind of transformed and became like a bodybuilder or a professional eater. And then for Amanda, it's giving like beauty queen hairstylist. I don't know yes. why. Yes, I could see that. But that's what came to mind because of the pigtails. Yeah. And my mommy thinks I'm sweet. It's giving very much like pageant girl. <laughs> yes, maybe Miss, Miss America. Miss USA. Miss USA. Yeah. yeah. I could see that for Amanda. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I was thinking teacher for her. Because she's Ooh. sweet like Miss Honey. But I like the, the, the pageant one too. Because her, her fashion was on point. Right? Because <laughs> she was killing it. Bruce, I was thinking professional chef. Um, maybe he he starts off as taking over the cafeteria at the school, and then he opens mm-hmm. like his own restaurant or something. His own line of chocolate cakes. <laughs> hey, right? Well, I like that. I never thought about that. I like that one. Thanks. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. He he um puts cookie out. It's like I'm taking oh, over this she, bad she boy. Needs to go. Yeah. That that's another thing that should have been called. Was it like the um health and food inspector? Yeah, yeah. they need to be called too. Well, thank you for sharing your predictions. Um to wrap up, since it's back to school season, um, I had mm-hmm. asked listeners to share a fond memory that they had about school when they were a kid. Uh, so before I get to their responses, I'll pose a question to you if you wanted to share any. Do you have any fond memories of back to school? Oh, I think we kind of touched on it like very early, but two that kind of go side by side. One, I adore back to school shopping. Yes. So I feel like that will, I always looked forward to that. Like me and my mom would have a day. We go, we do all the shopping. And I feel like I would be that parent who will buy like, all the cool gimmicks yeah <laughs> i don't know what they do they probably cost triple the price but that looks cool we're getting it <laughs> so i had an obsession with back to school shopping like i went through walmart the other day and i'm like i'm getting flashbacks Aww. and i kind of miss this so i think between that and like again like first day of school ritual where my mom would like take me to school and pick me up afterwards Mm-hmm. I used to love that elementary school because just like, okay, it's kind of like that, in a sense, good vibes, good energy send off into the mm-hmm. into like your first day and to start off the year. So those are my favorites. Love that. Did you ever do your back to school shopping in Buffalo, like going across the border for a day? Were you one of those no. families? No, eh? But that sounds fun. Yes. Even... um like I would also do a lot of my back to school shopping like clothes wise in the States when we would visit my cousins in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but we would also do like a Buffalo day trip as well. 
Oh, that means you got some great deals. Oh, yeah. And then no one had same kind of clothes. <laughs> That's true. As like those rare, I got it in from a sense, American store. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> I heard being Americanized. Yeah. <laughs> I'm living for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree with back school shopping. Just that feeling was very exciting mm-hmm. for me a, a fond memory I loved my music teacher Miss Roy mm-hmm. she was so sweet and I was in the choir for I think every grade in elementary school from grade one to five um, she just oh, made wow. me love yeah she made me love music love singing and she mm-hmm. she introduced me. She was my introduction to the movie the Sound of Music. Oh yeah, another great one. Yeah, we I remember watching that in class. Um, but yeah, Miss Roy. I don't know if she's still alive. If I don't know if she's still teaching, but she was the best. You know, there's always those like at least even if there's one teacher that touches you till this day, and I absolutely love those stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, I still have like my grade two teacher, and I still keep in contact with her till today. Shout out to Madame Chantal. Well, oh, that's my girl. First that's of so all, sweet. hilarious, down to earth. But she was one of those teachers that we used to always joke, be like, if she was uh, upset at somebody else, like we'd be like snickering and be like, ha, ha, they got in trouble. If you got in trouble with her, oh, you messed up. Oh. Don't don't do that. <laughs> she don't play. Don't do that. She don't play. But I that's what I respected the most. Like she was one of those teachers who looked out for you, supported. Like one of those teachers that really got you involved and you knew what you were getting from her. You know what I mean? Like there's some teachers where they're meant to be teachers, and then there's some teachers who's like they're there just to be there. Mm, yeah. And she wasn't one of those teachers. So when I hear other people talk about like their favorite teachers and those experience, that's what you're supposed to have as a kid. Like yeah. you're, I feel like you're supposed to reflect back and think about these teachers and how they had this lasting impression on you. Because like at the end of the day, as you must know, Shalina, teachers make a difference. Yep. Yep. That's mm-hmm. where I'm heading. <laughs> Still waiting on hearing back from my applications, but yeah, I'm Look I'm here, super I'm excited. Have, you can understand them to Shalina's class. Hey. Feel free. <laughs> I gave her the rights to do all. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah. Teachers, they have such, such a powerful position in children's lives. For the, the mm-hmm. for the they better do. or for worse. Um, yeah. But. That's a big thing. Yeah, because we are spending so much time, more time with these kids than their families. So, yeah, it's a big responsibility. And you know, that's one thing, too. Like, I don't think a lot of people take in. Mm-hmm. You are so yep. right, because that's five days a week. What, six hours a day, sometimes longer if you do in, like, extracurricular. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good point. Damn. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Mm. Some of them teachers, that was way too long. Oh, well. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll read what some folks sent me on Instagram of their fond memories. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Mallory. She said, I distinctly remember kids getting their tongues stuck to a pole in the winter. Like I had always thought that that was just something in the movies and TV. And then some kids at our school actually did it. No phones, no iPads, just just classic Canadian fun. I thought this was something that happened only on TV as well. I don't know about you. If really? you've ever witnessed that. I've witnessed that. That looked like you're hurt. Mm. I want to say I definitely, I hope I did not try that. <laughs> I think you would have been. No, I've, I'm Right? Like, I feel like I remember that burn. Yeah. I don't know. We, as kids, we'd be doing weird things. But that definitely happened at my school. Mm. Where they had to make yeah. an announcement, like, 
this is something you're not supposed to be doing. <laughs> Don't be licking the poles. What's wrong with us? <laughs> yeah. We, uh, as kids, we do weird stuff. But also, we're a lot braver as kids and a lot more adventurous. So, hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure this happened at my school as well, but I don't recall. Uh, but I do remember being into building snow forts with my friends at recess. Like yes. I was big on that. And snow people, snow men, snow women. <laughs> yeah, Love that. Yeah. So thank you, Mallory, for sharing. And then uh, Sarah sent in, she said, we had the best French fries at lunch. I went to a private school up until fourth grade, and the school I went to had these little boxes of fries. It had three drawers of fries, so to speak. Oh, so to speak. And each fry was sitting in its own little slot. I don't know how else to describe it. That that's a good that sounds interesting. First of all, that sounds lit. Like when she said it had the three drawers, I'm picturing like that Pizza Hut deal where he's like pizza on top, this in the middle, and that at the bottom. That's oh. what you know what happened in grade one to four. Yeah, that's cool. I wish fries are alive. I do remember high school. My high school fries were good in the cafeteria. I was not eating that cafeteria food. <laughs> no, I think I bought food maybe three times in high school. Mm. And most times, I think both times were a cookie. The cookie was bomb. Mm. And then our school kind of came out with this like snack shack. That's what it was called. Where it's like they would sell like juice boxes, samosa, kind of like in a sense, cheaper snacks and lunch alternatives. Because at some point kids stopped going to the cafeteria. Mm. So they began their bagel and cream cheese our like spinach and feta cheese samosas our juice box. I'm like, this could be my lunch. I was not eating cafeteria food. No. <laughs> and then Snack we were actually able to go off the school property to get lunch. We used to have a pizza place that we would go to. And then like, I think in my last year or whatever, this like Jamaican restaurant opened up down the street. And the way we had that hour to bolt, almost like the next intersection to get that food, wait on it, and then bolt back. <laughs> missions <laughs> missions we used to start buying like lunches for the teachers just to make sure you gave us that extra time oh sweeten them up a bit girl finesse the system you won't get me in trouble for being late here's your lunch miss here you go madame love that can i eat during dear thanks <laughs> yeah, we were on your meal so smart awesome <laughs> <laughs> well thanks for sharing uh mallory and sarah and natalie your fond memories if anyone else has any more fond memories you could share them on instagram my handle is at everything 90s podcast and thank you for listening thank you for reminiscing with us on matilda natalie i'll give you the floor to share your podcast and uh, social media platforms for any new listeners. Yeah. So my podcast, Unapologetically Her. You know, Shalina, we need to get you back on, girl, first of all. Yes. Like, girl, <laughs> tell me when you're ready. But Unapologetically Her, pretty much just tackling all things female and encouraging people, girls of like our generation. I interview women of all ages and all walks of life. So it's pretty cool. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at unapologeticallyher. Ignore the page. We're still doing a little rebranding. Um, you can follow me on my personal Instagram at Natalie Nadine, and that's Nadine spelled N-A-D-E-E-N. Twitter, same thing, Natalie Nadine. TikTok, same thing. Unapologetically Her podcast, Natalie Nadine, whichever one you type. I don't know, subscribe to the YouTube Unapologetically Her podcast. And yeah. Yes. <laughs> And any Shantae Moore fans follow Natalie's Shantae Moore fan page. What's what's the handle for that one? Oh, yes. All things Shantae Moore. So if you know you love your girl Shantae, you love 90s R&B, you don't know who that is, but you want to know. 
check out the page. Yes. <laughs>